0: you're listening to the loudmouth radio network no matter the time or the season we're open and available 24 7 shouldn't your dealership be too carumba.com the convenient online used vehicle marketplace register your independent dealership now You're listening to Sunny's Monday Motivation here on LoudmouthRadio.com.
1: Greetings, guys! It is Sunny, and it is one more opportunity to do exactly what you know I like to do for you on Mondays. This is give you the newest Sunny Monday Motivation. And today I'm not going to disappoint. We're going to talk about something that I think a lot of people need to really take in consideration and actually pay attention to this moment because if you don't realize or recognize what may be essentially a big part of how you navigate your day-to-day and not be consciously aware of it, you can actually find yourself just kind of drifting. And there's one little cool little aspect, something just so simple that we really don't necessarily recognize is real for us on a day-to-day basis is inspiration. What inspires you? You'll be surprised how recognizing or just taking the time to see what it is that inspires you can make a huge difference. Stay with me and let me share more with you, all right? I appreciate you guys taking this time to listen. I know it's Monday. I know that you have gotten up from your weekend, whatever that looks like. I know it's the day after football, Monday night football is tonight. So for all my football heads, I know you might have been up late or you just took your day and had your beer and chips or whatever else you needed to get you through the day to watch your favorite team make their way through the football field. And then those are maybe that are not football fans, maybe you did something else on Sunday, but pretty much the world recognizes Monday is the first day to get back at it, right? So have you really thought about the factor of what is it that keeps you moving and keeps you going or, or keeps you encouraged to take the next step to the next day? A lot of times we've become um, accustomed to our routines. And we just know that after Sunday comes Monday. And what what does Monday bring? It's the first day back in the office. It's the day back to our busy life schedules that we know to be in due for whomever our audience is, whether it's our own business or employees of another business, whatever that looks like for you, right? I think it's incredible that if we can actually recognize there, There is something that gives us inspiration. I think that it's a good way to um, make it a part of your day-to-day. And maybe it won't feel so ruddish if you are a routine person with some of the same aspects of the same things that you're doing day in and day out. Um, and it's not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with routines. I'm just saying that a lot of times we can get caught up in just, you know, robotically doing things. And um, that's how habits are formed. You know, so everyone has a habit in some shape or form. It's just what does your habits look like? And then the driving point of those habits a lot of times are things that are either needs, wants, desires, or something of the sort, right, or a mixture of all the above. For the most part, we all know that we have to do the things necessary to survive and live. So that requires some type of effort from us to, to do something, right? Um, Even if you're retired and you're not necessarily getting up every day and going about the same capacity, you know, since COVID, you know, a lot of people are working from home now. So it doesn't look the same for everybody. But let's just say you're a retired individual and you're at the point where you're not doing certain things habitually other than getting up, making your coffee or tea or having your morning breakfast or reading your paper, watching the news, whatever it is that you might do right what is it about that activity draws you to do it you know consistently sometimes we're not more more so aware of just how much we're doing things that can impact us and to create that, that 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 next step in our life so You know, if you have not gotten to the point of retirement age, uh, and and not that age is a a benefactor, because I will say this, there are some that are retiring themselves extremely early. So we're not in the the time of uh, just the 65-plus aspect of approach about retirement. So let me refrain from making that statement. But if you're at the point in which you maybe retire one certain aspect of your life and you've moved on to something different, What is the inspiration for that different? What is the inspiration for the transition? What is the inspiration for, you know, the things that you're giving focus to? I think that's the biggest part of the question and the equation in which we should all challenge ourselves. And the reason why I say that is because you might find it uh, a lot more fulfilling in that discovery. So when, you know, Look, I, I challenge you to do this. The next time you feel inspired to do something, right, or you just do something, whatever it is, maybe think about why are you doing this particular thing and what is it out of it that you're going to garner from it. Now, don't misconstrue this. So I don't mean necessarily, let's say you're a volunteer or you're doing some outreach or uh, something of that sort, and you should just question why you're doing outreach. I'm not saying that. But more of the integrity of what you're doing behind the actions of what you're doing, right? I think that it sometimes can help us to have greater appreciation for why we're doing the things that we are. Let me, let me talk to my parents for a second. Prime example, you got children. One, two, three, four, five, six. Or maybe even grandchildren. You might be taking care of your grandchildren or or having a a bigger responsibility in a day-to-day activity in life beyond just a parent, right? There's obviously the aspect of knowing that this child, which is a minor child, is dependent upon you to do what you need to do, right? So that's a given, But that does not mean that it makes it easier, that you feel so happy about it, or that it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Let's be real, right? So maybe there's something that you can reflect on that will make whatever it is that you're doing day to day a little bit easier. For example... Maybe you want to take your grandkids or your children to see Mickey Minnie Disney right very common goal for a lot of families, even even individual people. you know who does not want to see the land of Disneyland right or the world of disneyland or the or the world of Disney World, right Florida or California? perfect examples, even if you live in those states, it is not necessarily easy to pay for yourself and other people, especially nowadays with the prices of of these type of activities, right? So maybe that is something that is a goal for you, and you want to be able to experience that at some point, maybe within the next year or the next six months or the next two years or the next five years. Maybe you have very small babies, and maybe they're not old enough for them to really know what Mickey Many is, and but that does not mean you won't take them, right? So maybe something simple like that is an inspiration for you to do some of the things that you're doing. Maybe taking on a part-time job, maybe you're uh, putting in more hours at the regular job that you have. Maybe you're starting a new business, maybe you're expanding that business. Maybe it makes you to make a decision to sell that business because you want more personal time to be with your family. There's so many scopes of things guys that I think that is so important uh, for us to recognize that there's a lot of movement in our lives. And, and sometimes I think that we get caught in the web of those ebb and flows, but not necessarily looking at the sources and the reasons as the the inspiration behind them. Um, and why I think that that is important, We're we're getting closer to the Christmas holidays, right? And Most people are are out maybe Christmas shopping and or they're on their computers or tablets or phones or whatever putting in orders on their um, online orders and, you know, or you may be knocking out a bill and paying on a bill and knocking out a bill and paying on a bill and, you know, anything like that could be a source of inspiration, right? So for you. Have you taken the time to do inventory checker yourself and see what it is that may be uh, a deeper place for you to be able to to reach for within and say, hey, I want to do this. I want to experience this. I want to be this. I want to have this. I want to give this. Um, And just maybe even recognize that it's uh, truly a, a point of inspiration that's helping to drive you to the next thing. And then in that inspiration, I think that the reflection of it also helps to give you a deeper level of gratitude as to the reason why you're setting your sights to do it or you're on that road to that approach. And it it helps to give us some grounding, helps to keep us centered. And it also can maybe even give you some lightness in regards to whatever it is that you're putting in the work towards. Because sometimes we can get caught doing a lot of things and it gets heavy. You know, or or this is the prime example of how people experience burnout because they've gotten accustomed to doing the things necessary that they've known to do. And they haven't stopped enough to recognize, why am I doing this? And guess what? Sometimes in those discoveries of why you're doing things like this, it will make you say, you know what? I no longer want to participate and do this particular thing because maybe it's not giving me the fulfillment, the... Uh, the The response that I need, the results that I'm driving for, or maybe it's burning you out deeper, you know uh we're at a point now where there's not an uncommon aspect of people working multiple jobs doing multiple things and creating multiple streams of income, passive income, whatever it is. The things that we're giving focus to there's a reason why we're doing that all I'm saying is. Check in with yourself. See what it is that is that driving point. What is it that's giving you the point of of uh of of focus and direction towards that thing, and then maybe guide it back towards you. Because the biggest thing I want for 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 myself and for you is to recognize what matters to you in your own personal development. Right? Because sometimes we get so caught up about what we want to do for someone else that we forget about us. Right? And that is the biggest part of gapping aspects that we can do to ourselves is to uh be so tied up with being the wife, the husband, the child, the parent, the the, the niece, the nephew, the aunt, the uncle, you know, we all have so many roles that we play in our lives and, and if you have more people in your life that, that ex expands your attention. It it makes you stretch yourself even more. If you have coworkers that are constantly relying on, you know, certain aspects of you, project managers, prime example, management, if you're a supervisor, you know, if you're doing things that require you to have your own duties and then you have other people who have responsibilities that have to follow you or have to take guidance from you or direction from you. That's more responsibility. Then you leave work, then you come home. Let's say you got children or, you know, a spouse or somebody who's also pulling and, and pulling at you, right? Then let's say you have a church or, or a spiritual group or somebody, social groups that you're a part of. Then there's more attention. And then, like, for instance, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, whatever these platforms that we may be, in, in, you know, using and engaging with, you're now giving yourself another level of attention or expansion or... Uh, or stretching yourself for these particular people who you may not even know to pull from. You guys, do y'all hear what I'm saying? That's a lot of activity, and this is still the same one person that I'm saying to tell you to check in with, which is you, right? So just take time out today to make a discovery about what is inspiring you to put time into whatever it is you're giving focus to. That's the message, That's the post, I would like to to say that um, I hope that you know we're we're getting to the last few weeks of this month and the year you guys we're getting ready to go into a new year, and twenty twenty two has been a very ooh um different kind of year for me personally. And um, I'm sure all of you have had your own experiences here, right? And uh, I'm at a point where you know how sometimes we get caught up on the new year and I want the new year and I'm ready for the new year. I want to leave this behind, just beat me up or just wore me out or this has been this or it's been great and I'm just ready. You know, one of the things that I've learned to do and apply this year is to appreciate the day that's in front of me. Not to say I'm still very much that person that sets goals. I'm still very much that person that has my sights on future opportunities and desires and goals and things that I want to see come forth. But I definitely have started checking in more on the day that I'm sitting within, the moment that I'm sitting within, the the day that has allowed me to have another moment to walk on the earth and say, hey, what's up? Right? Um, and I think for the first time in a very long time, I have uh, been a lot more reflective of what that means. Right? The last two years, we have seen so much sickness, you know, death, change, uproar. Um, it's, it's, it's been almost just relentless activity on the scope of humankind, right? And I think that we have only what we have at the moment to really possess. Anything outside of that is all hopes, is all desires, is is thoughts and words of encouragement, right? So how much are we maximizing for today at this very moment? Just the fact that you're taking the time to listen to what I'm saying to you right now is a merciful thing just for me to be able to say that as a producer, as a radio host, as an individual that recognizes uh, the human condition that we all have to experience in some form or fashion, how important it is to be able to say, God, thank you for this moment because I get to have this moment and I am even more grateful that I get another 20 days today. You know, minus 1. I think we're well, on today's the 12th of maybe yeah, today's the 12th. So I get another 19 days of this month to make make the matter. Right? We are less than 2 weeks away from Christmas as of yesterday. We're less than three weeks away as of yesterday from the new year. We're looking at 2023 fast and furious. I don't know about you, but can I tell you, it felt like uh, we should be in August, maybe September. It definitely does not feel like we should already be in December, but here it is. We are here. And um, there's this constant light changes that are happening around us. So with that being said, I just encourage you to uh, make the most of your day today. Today's the 12th of December of 2022. And uh, I'm very appreciative to be able to make this moment of reflection and to give you these words today that I hope bring you something insightful. And I also want to say that I am very much excited. Now, let me let me speak about my forthcomings. I'm very excited about looking at the, the, the next month, of um of growth as a radio network will be hitting ten years in January. I can't even begin to tell you where the time has gone. You think I'm talking about twenty twenty two, man. Twenty twenty three will be ten years that Lava Radio Network has been on air, giving content, uh providing insight of empowerment, inspiration and entertainment. And um I'm grateful. That's 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 the one word that stands out to me, is gratitude. And um, and and, and then beyond that, there's there's so many other adjectives that I could give, uh, action verbs that I could describe. But at the at the beginning and at the end, it's always just gratitude. I think that that is probably the biggest magnitude that I can um take on and say that that describes so much of how uh, it's been as a producer. And and, and it's been basically um, 13 years uh, since I first thought about doing a radio segment. You know, I thought about this, you know, this right, in which I haven't given up on this vision. I've always had a desire to have a talk show. And if you know me, I'm very much a visual person. Uh, but the radio aspect of things has been a superb conduit. Um, and I'm going to tell you something that 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 I want to just kind of put into that. You know, I remember um, we're talking like 2010, 2011. Um, podcast was not like the big thing like it is now. And I remember uh, having so much appreciation for one of my fellow comics, Rodney Perry, and I watched. I was I was observing him, you know, producing his radio show and 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 doing just the, doing doing him just just shining like the light he is. What's up, Rodney? Love you, boy. Um, and and he had been doing it for some time, and I kind of was on the back end of you know. Uh, let me say this: I had a lot of things happening. I was also fully in loudmouth marketing mode, and uh, I had a, a, I was built with loudmouth comedy, had rolled out loudmouth comedy Sundays, loudmouth comedy presents, and um, I then, you know, had started developing some comedy shows and producing those, and then I made the, the turn to opening up loudmouth screening room, my, my comedy dinner theater uh, in McDonough, Georgia, and I was like, you know what, this is going to be the perfect backdrop to grow the radio sector through, and you know how you just have all these visions of things that you want to see happen. And so, um, just being the person that I am, recognizing that, hey, even though this is something I desire to do, you know, I'm going to have to kind of put it to the side a little bit because I can't do all of it at once. And I, you know, I have to give growth and birth to this one aspect to advance it. And so, I can remember uh, when I, I got the loudmouth screening room up and running and we were doing our shows and um, I struggled through that thing bad, man. <laughs> On, uh, you know, just dealing with, you know, the marketing side of loudmouth, and and also, you know, running a a, a six thousand square foot club. And uh, you know, I had um I had an amazing GM, Kalisha Maddox. Shouts out to Kalisha. Um, you know, long long term friend that I could trust to commit to that position and. And she honored that position in so many ways. And I tell you, it was such a learning experience. I called myself trying to look out, hire some friends, and you know how that goes sometimes, you know, some other friends in that condition, and it didn't necessarily work out so well. But it was a learning experience for sure. Um, But I remember this one opportunity that I had. I can't remember what – oh, you know what? I think it was the – uh, there's a not the magnolia it's a flower I, was it wasn't magnolia there's a big festival that's done in McDonough um every year and I'm going to look it up I can't even remember the there's a flower festival I can't even remember what it's called but um there was a festival that was going on in McDonough Georgia the geranium festival there we go I had to remember what it was so the geranium festival is a annual arts craft that's, that's right in the square of McDonough, which was right in the heart of where uh my club was at the time, right? And Bruce Holmes, Commissioner Bruce Holmes, in Harry County shouts out to Commissioner Bruce Holmes, wherever you at, doing your thing, buddy. Uh I remember him coming over and gracing uh our presence and he, he gave me showed me so much love. He was so honorable, um, and, and such a just a just all around gentleman about uh, taking the time talking with us about, you know, some of the things that was going on in the county, you know, encouraging us to continue to keep doing what we was doing. He gave his accolades of, you know, what he was doing in the community, but also giving us some insight of how we could make a difference and how grateful he was to see, you know, this into- this this opportunity of having a black-owned business of this type of business in, in in the in the county limits in which he's a commissioner, and um, he was technically my first live radio interview in the screening room. And I hate to say I, I used some streaming service. I can't even remember the name of. It. I think it was Ustream or something like that uh, that I had tried to test out with that and did his interview. And sus- I don't know successfully if I even had the. The stream hold on to, the, you know, the quality of it was kind of crazy at the time. But it was my first introduction of trying to really do a, um, an interview on on location um, through the streaming service and didn't quite uh, have it down yet. But I remember having my camera set up, and uh, unfortunately I lost I had a video camera that I was recording all of my shows, all of the comedy shows, all the stand-up, all of the, the dinner theater events. Um, all of this was collected. I had this this DSR um, uh, camera, uh, excuse me, DV, mini DV camera uh, that uh, I hate to say I lost. Somebody broke into my car and stole the camera, so I lost all this footage and stuff like that. But literally, um, I remember that moment of just feeling so proud uh, interviewing Commissioner Holmes and him saying, you know, Sonny, this is awesome, you need to keep doing this, and and you just keep going and doing what you need to do, and and him planting that seed that day was such an encouraging piece for me. I've never forgotten that. That's been well over, that was in 2011, right? We're now fast forward in 2022, and I remember telling Bruce Holmes, I said, you know, Commissioner Bruce, you know, this is my intention that, you know, as I get the, the screening room steady and Start getting these acts and, and start keeping the flow of the patrons coming in on a regular basis. Then I could then lean into, you know, having the radio be another conduit of the comedy and and entertainment and business. Because he knew he knew me first as an entrepreneur, and and then he learned to see me um, on the other side of my art, artistic side of the comedy side of things and producing that and, and and hosting and all of that good stuff and that scene. And so um, I remember that like it was yesterday. And uh, you know, I I, I do I, I can remember just how hard, how crushed I was when I lost like all of that footage and all of that content, because um, it really was a lot of the moments of some incredible moments of of uh, comics and and artists that were performing and and doing their thing at the screening room. But I, I remember thinking like you know once things got to a point, I could bring the radio sector into that part. So long story short, uh, a year later, um, I ended up closing the screening room down there in McDonough just because it just didn't work out for me. I I was in a financial hole and thought I was going to have an investor that was going to ha- also help me to offset uh, some of the heavy costs I was carrying in that place. And it didn't work out, but it was a great learning experience. I uh, achieved an opportunity just by following my passion to discovering that I became one of the first black women-owned comedy clubs in the whole entire state of Georgia. And um, I remember talking to D.L. Hughley um, at Uptown one weekend in regards to coming to the club, and he had told me at that time that I was only one of four black-owned comedy clubs running in the entire U.S. at the time. And I looked at D.L. like, dude, you are not playing. And I had no clue um, at that time that that was even a, a thing. I didn't even recognize it as such. And so, guys, when I tell you, um, just just knowing uh, and, and seeing now, we fast forward. I'm I'm 12, 13 years later, celebrating 10 years of the radio network coming up in January. Um, you know, it's part of this conversation. What is the inspiration? What is the driving point, right? Um, I never just started out with a, a component of thought that I wanted to just get to ten years. I wanted to get to five years. I just, I just remember following my my desires and following the passions in which, uh, which is how the comedy club came about. How Loudmouth was birthed. How the Loudmouth Radio Network grew. And, and you know, um, I appreciate each and every person, guest, host that you know developed and carved and. And and, and gave us legs, uh, you know, they gave us a heart and gave us spirit and soul uh, to become, um, to get to this point, you know, and we're still evolving, we're still growing and still making discoveries. And, um, I think that there's just so much more up opportunity. And, and to now look at, here we are in 2022, everybody's now doing podcasts. It's not even a question. And I, I my godbrother said something to me some about a month ago. I said, you know what, you were literally on the forefront of that thing before it was a thing. And I said, I don't know, right? Um and it's cool, you know. Like every segment we've ever done, you can actually archive those shows if you, whatever your favorite podcast platforms, whether it's iHeart or TuneIn or Stitcher Radio or. Um, I encourage you. You can listen to so many things that we've been able to say, do for politics, the civic government, community outreach, of uh, activism, uh, man, entertainment. You know, it's there. And I'm so grateful that we are at a point now that more and more people are recognizing the power of media, the power of your voice, the power of your message, the power of your word, and that what you have to bring matters. Um, So I'm excited about rolling out just some of the new things, the new projects, um, some audio scripted series, uh, that is coming to Loudmouth Radio, and I'm I'm so excited about that. Main one, Still Gray, uh, my 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 heart project that has been uh, kind of over here simmering for a minute. Uh, if if you hadn't had a chance to check that out, uh, we actually have two episode web series on our YouTube channel, Loudmouth TV, uh, Loudmouth with two Ds. You can check that out, um, and we're we're bringing those characters to life in the audio scripted series right here on Loudmouth Radio Network. So. Just so happy about the growth and what we're doing. So, guys, I've, I've talked quite a bit today. Um, but here, take this from what I'm saying that what I'm talking about now, the journey of that last, you know, these last 10 minutes of explaining and sharing that is just the, the exact point of what my conversation today has been. What is your inspiration? What is it that is a driving force for you? Because I promise you, if you tap into that, you know, you'll find so much more substance. And it does not always constitute or mean a monetary benefit. It has a much more deeper level than that. So I hope that you're blessed. I hope that you have a shining, bright, magnificent day. Even with us, we're dealing with rain and coolness. And a lot of places are feeling the winter effect. So, I hope that you find something warm in your heart from the substance of this message today and that you have a wonderful week. Until then, guys, I'm signed off. We'll check in next week. Later.
0: 30.7 million small businesses in the U.S., creating 1.5 million jobs annually. Small business accounts for 64% of new job creation in the U.S. There's strength in numbers. No matter what we face, know that there's strength in us. Because of you, we're able, we're capable, we're resilient, and we are available. Because we are small business, and together, we're the economy. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.